Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I was just going to say we're live in our studio, but we're not in our studio. Not tonight. Not tonight. We are back at WATD in Marshfield. It's like so weird. I feel so comfortable here. Can you tell? Yeah. I'm just like, we've literally just walked through the door. We're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're showing our guest. I won't say her name just yet. Showing our guest around. Oh, yeah, this is, you know, we used to come in here all the time for many years. beautiful Boston Connect sign hanging out behind there us. There is. I know. I think Sharon... Oh, no. Remember when we came for the open house here? Yeah. Maybe in the end of summer or something? I don't yep. even know when it was. Uh, we brought Julia and... Um, we were like, oh my gosh, they still have the Boston Connect sign up, even though like oh, it's like a family. Yeah, we we are we're family. Back. We're back. We're back to our roots. We're back to our roots. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of our agents, Emmy Flaherty, who um, has been on the show before. Yeah. Literally, she had joined our office, and two days later, she's sitting on uh, sitting on our show with us. But she is doing um, an event at the office. What, what is it? The making the blanket thing. So it's like a knit, a hand knit quilting blanket yarn thing it's really fun it looks yeah. it looks really cool it's like those warm cozy um i don't know i don't even know what to call them but i wanted to but, hang out with her kind of yeah i chose I you guys oh well thanks i'm just saying she's like sitting there like i have things to like say, i don't but i was told i can't speak <laughs> so, many so much to say so many words <laughs> Okay, we, I, I will introduce you, but uh, our guest tonight has joined our show in the past, and she is a avid listener, she, a very dedicated uh, listener. I would say that you're the number one listener, but my mom is is definitely taking the, the top notch <laughs> As there. She number one As fan. She should. So our number two fan tonight is joining us, Jasmine Glasclow. Oh, you're so <laughs> I know. We, we, we practiced. So, we practiced. Practice. No, Go. There it Glasgow. is. Glasgow. Jasmine Glasgow. Yes, that's me. Hi. Thanks for having me on again. Okay, but in all fairness, like you got married and your it's last name changed. Fault. And I'm not taking um, ownership for that. No, it's on me. <laughs> I, you knew me for many years as Mendez, and I went and flipped <laughs> yeah. the script. And yeah. there was a lot of debate about that, too. And here we are, Jasmine Glasgow now. 
And Jasmine, you have some exciting news. Yes, Jasmine's going to share the first secret of the night. It is official. Um, We are publicly announcing, but Colin, Brennan, and I are co-owners of Maritime Mortgage Corp. So it's been over a year now, but it's been kind of secret. So you guys are hearing it probably first besides my family. Um, (laughs) So yes, broker, co-owner of Maritime Mortgage Jasmine Glasgow. <laughs> Glasgow. Glasgow. And you have the Maritime team. Team Maritime. Team Maritime. Team Maritime. We're big on that, like, through and through. So we've got George Post, Phil Gomes, Eli De Jesus. Uh, Colin I Brent love all your guys. I really oh, do. They're so great. And then all of everyone else in the back end support. Um, I've got a little bit of nepotism with my sister. Yeah, I was going to say, me. We have, we have yeah, well earned keeping the back yeah. office in check. I got a shout out to Crystal and Chelsea too. Kim, they're awesome. Um, and the whole team is really just full full service on just making sure we're taking care of people and families first. Absolutely. And I feel like I, I was just going to say family. I know all of everybody by name, but I haven't met everybody in person. I was like, we should have like a family dinner. Yes. Yeah. We're going to have a client appreciate. Oh, that's another secret. I'm letting slip. We're going to have a Ooh. client appreciation. Ooh, we're full of tonight. Oh, I know. I know. I Big have to think stuff. of one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so all big, all big things happening. I love that. A lot of very lot exciting of for things. you too um, to be announcing. Yes, yeah. It's been a long time. Um, we didn't want to. We didn't want to kind of announce it until we lost some weight and could take some photos. And that's just never going to be a time that we're going <laughs> to feel comfortable. So we got to do it on the radio. There's no judgment. Why not? A little bit of Facebook Live. Why not? Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I honestly thought that you were already the owner. Is this like I? I no, it's been weren't. it's been it's been a little bit, and I I'm really excited to announce this. But Melissa, I'm not the only one with a secret here. Oh, oh no. we're gonna get we're gonna yeah. get into we're that. Gonna, so yeah, we'll get into somebody else's secret here. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes along with our topic. So Jasmine, you're joining us. We're gonna be talking about um, credit scores and mortgages. And credit scores, I know I feel like it's a trigger word, or like your credit score. Oh my gosh, what does it say about you? And it actually really says a lot. And it really, really matters. And I think people are super intimidated, um, especially if you're working towards repairing your credit score. Yes, yes. And I know you know this for me firsthand, right? So I'm not going to say it. If you, if no, yes. I'm, I'm an open book. So um, I, you know, had some issues with my credit back in 2019 or 2018 when I was looking, Sam and I were looking to purchase our first home. And when I say issues, it wasn't terrible, but it could have been a lot better. And by being a lot better also opens up a lot more product from a mortgage standpoint or better products, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, And I had sat down with you. I remember sitting in your office and we kind of went through my credit report line by line and we made a plan on how to improve it and repair it yes and yeah. it can be an intimate conversation to have oh there's so much judgment tied up and it's yeah. usually self-judgment usually you know I, when i'm oh there, i like that you just said that because you're like harder on yourself than oh, you are everybody than, always yeah. is i've never i've never sat there with someone and been like oh look at this 520 what a <laughs> terrible human you are oh. yeah. i'm like Tell me what happened. Yeah, how did we get here? This. Yeah, yeah. what is going on? How did we get to this situation? Yeah. And a lot of times, it's a few things on your credit, and they're having a giant impact, yep. and you don't realize it until it's coming at you snowball, and you're not applying or looking for your credit most of the times until you're in the middle of an application, right? And it's right there in front of you, and this is the barrier between you getting that loan, yep. you making that next big step, and you not. And so I'm never sitting there and wondering, you know, how you are as a 
human, I'm sitting there wondering how I can help you. But yeah. you are going most of the time, mm-hmm. and most people are going, oh my gosh, they're seeing my score, they're seeing my past history. This is so embarrassing. So like I can't, I can't believe mm-hmm. that like you're seeing this about me, or like you're trying to make justifications as to like, oh, why this happened. So true. Um, but what I loved about sitting down with you was kind of like literally we're going through it line by line and I felt confident after our meeting that we had a plan together and uh, we had created a plan to get me into a better situation. And, right. and it's mean, not like it's there's no work, right? No, it was we sat down almost a year before. Uh, a year, maybe six months before I bought. Absolutely. And that's the thing is lining up. I'm going to say absolutely a lot because I'm just, I'm, I'm excited absolutely. when I do that. <laughs> I do that. So I do that all night. Shut me I do up, too. All right. But, you know, you, you have, <laughs> if you have time beforehand, I'm just going to jump right into some credit tips because yeah. this is what we did and this is what we will do. We're going to, we're going to first take a look at your credit. And that is the, the number one key. And now annualcreditreport.com used to give you one free credit report a year from each of the and I tell everybody, don't just go to Experian, Equifax, or TransUnion um, and just get all three at the same time. Take one from each um, and do them maybe yeah. like, you know, every four months and grab one. Well, now, from now until the end of the year, all three credit agencies are putting, are giving you access to your credit once a week. And so now you don't have to wow. just wait and monitor. Um, there's so much fraud going on. There's so mm. there's such a lack of transparency between what's happening with the credit bureaus and all the creditors that they're that the CFPB, the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, has pretty much said you need to create way more transparency. And one of the ways they're doing it is through this year is you can check your credit report once a week. So do it. Do it. So it's like your free. full credit report. Full so you're not you're not report. talking about. Um, like credit karma, because I know no. I'm I'm the one who harps on that, and it's kind of like a fun game that Sam and I play. Which, when we're not trying to purchase something, isn't isn't a bad thing. Right. But when you're talking about your credit report, you're talking of actually going the Vantage uh, 3.0 credits credit score model. Now there's over 2,000 credit models, and that's the thing is when you apply for a mortgage, you apply for an auto loan, you apply for a personal loan, and you look at your credit karma or similar. Um, credit score, they're going to yep. be different because they're using different models. And so this Vantage 3.0 is what we use from a mortgage standpoint. And you're going to see the full list of credit report, of anything that's reporting your credit report, typically between 7 and 10 years in age, depending on the credit agency. And you're going to be able to tell what is happening. And they yeah. even added, Experian um, did the best job at this, but uh, what's changed each week. Um, I think they update it every month, but you'll see it there each week. And it says, you know, I have got this much more utilization. I've got X, Y, and Z. So it's not just a matter of what you're seeing as like a profile. You can actually harp in and be like, oh, that's new. And you can highlight it and try to fix it if something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, what's good? So seeing a trend, like what's going on here, you know, I'm looking at my credit score right now. Just you should be doing it weekly. It's free <laughs> this year. Annualcreditreport.com. Now, I will advise you, do not just Google it and take any any. Don't be agency. giving your information. No. no. Look on the bottom mm. to make sure that that link you're clicking is the actual annualcreditreport.com and that it is not sponsored. You want to make sure you're actually seeing it from their website because fraud is up. It's super high. Yeah. And so you want to make sure you're looking at your credit so you know what to monitor. And also keep in mind, they've made some big changes to medical collections, which have been one of the biggest impacts. Um, They cleared up almost 70% of medical collections off of credit last year. 
Oh, yeah. I think I got an email or something that was like... From me. Was it from you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you have like under a certain amount of... $500 or yeah. less, it yeah. won't report. Oh, well, there you go. Look at you paying attention, girl. I did get an email <laughs> from you. And if you have paid the collection, they're no longer reporting it. So you'd go through this, you'd find out that a doctor's office had a bill that was outstanding, and you didn't know anything about it, and then you pay it, and then it's on your credit for several years, bringing your score down interesting and they realize that's not fair yeah uh, most of the time medical billing is one of the biggest complaints and yeah. last year from September of 21 I'm um, sorry October of 21 to September of 22 the CFPB received 488,000 complaints about Experian wow. Equifax and TransUnion now there are six credit agencies but those are the three big guys and they were complaints about transparency, but also complaints about how difficult it was to repair your credit yep. and about the things that were causing your credit score to come down. And so they made some immediate changes mm -hmm. and they're going to continue making changes. They also made it way more expensive on credit reporting. Um, almost all consumer credit reports went up to almost $68 across the board. Uh, oh. Yes, big. And they're paying off those fines, you know, that, mm -hmm. that Experian mm -hmm. data breach. The payments started going out this month. So there's a lot happening on that front for changes. So wow. watching your credit is step one. You need to know what's on your You can't your be report. scared of it. You can't. You and can't it, you run away remember, from it or hide from it. You got to... It's not a reflection on you. Nope. It's a reflection yeah. on your past payment history. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not even accurate. So the next thing is know what's on there and dispute it if it's not correct. Now, you can dispute something if it's inaccurate on your credit agency, or you can also request more information all online on in the individual website, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. But if you are going to dispute, I also suggest sending a certified letter with the dispute. Yeah. And if you need a form, you can email me at team at maritime com. I can send you a dispute template letter. Um, I'll put I'll put a link on your, your yeah. you guys can post yeah. it on your page and stuff like that too. But um, you send you send it mail and they have 30 days to respond. It's part of the Fair Credit Reporting Act, which is also due to these consumer complaints yep. coming up for changes later this year. We don't know what those are yet, um, but there is rules that kind of surround this to protect you. Okay. I'm talking really fast. I'm throwing things you out. I know we're really 45 fast. minutes. I, I was, I'm, I'm <laughs> I like intently looking at you and I'm going, interesting. I'm like, you're really passionate about that, about this. And I yes. remember this from literally our first conversation you can very much feel and I think we did have to actually dispute something we talked about it it was yeah. literally I'll tell people what it was it was a limited credit card so remember like the limited yeah, yeah. the store the limited they went out of business and then I hadn't you like I couldn't either I couldn't pay for some reason or now it was only like 30 days late they weren't it, accepting your payment they weren't accept like they weren't taking the Sounds payment. Like the limited's problem. <laughs> you, they yeah. didn't want your like, money. I'm trying to pay you, but it was. They you. made it very difficult to pay once they had closed. Yep. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, like what am I supposed to do with this? But it really knocked no my credit. No one was there to take your payment. It, it knocked my credit pretty significantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, at the time when we had to dispute it. Wearing so much. Uh, I mean, it was when I was getting from, into yeah. real estate, yeah. so I got like all those, fuzzy all those business. Like, oh, let me yeah. open up a business casual and you know get all this business casual attire yes. but those store credit cards so we'll get into this a little bit later mm -hmm. we we talked about it off air um the store credit cards 
are kind of like the sneaky, the sneaky. No, no, let's talk about it now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk, talk about it talk now. About it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do we want to give out now. the number in yeah. case? Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get a word in here, please. Um, <laughs> if you want to join in on the discussion or you have any questions for Jasmine or myself and Mary, um, Sharon is actually, I think she's uh, listening. So hi, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Um, she did not join us tonight, but um, it's us. It's the three amigos. Um, <laughs> 781-837-4900 is the number to the studio. George is here. Hi, I'm waving at George. Yeah, that's George. Hey, I'm in studio. Hey, we're in studio too. We're all here. We're all here. We are live on Facebook too. So if you follow Boston Connect Real Estate on Facebook or McNamara Broker Team, uh, Maritime Mortgage, you know, any of us. Yeah, we're there. We're all you there. You can see us. You can see us <laughs> live at WATD. Um, but yeah, what I had said um, before we went on, on air was... So when I was in high school, I worked at TJ Maxx. It was like one of my first jobs, um, and I would work there in the summers and in um, you know school breaks and stuff. But one of the things that I had to do as a teenager is convince people to open up a rewards credit card. And I literally said to you guys before, I'm like, I had no business asking anybody to open up anything. And I recently, in the past couple months, have been noticing when I get asked, oh, do you want to open up a Kohl's charge? Do you want to open up this? You could save $5 and 13 cents if it, I'm like seriously somebody like why would I open it up to save five dollars today mm-hmm. you know? I ask them if they want to join a cult when they do it <laughs> I'll just pick a cult and then they'll ask me I'll say I'm so glad you asked me I was actually wondering if you would like to join me in XYZ cult. <laughs> and then they're like a security then they just they check me right out and they're yeah. like oh okay they're no. just like no. no but I had no business and, and partially because I didn't know anything about credit I mean I was in high school I didn't care you know I, yeah. I, I in my head I'm like I have my whole life ahead of me I, I don't know anything about credit i didn't know that you know a 29 percent interest rate was big i'm like that's oh great. yeah that sounds, <laughs> sounds that's good, so good to me less than 50 29 that sounds like a great number mm-hmm. so, you know i just didn't i i didn't they're a so, problem yeah so you know when i get asked now i'm like no like do you know what your credit score is do you know what happens when you don't pay this bill on time do you know what this is yeah, like you know what it's like the, read the front fine print yeah <laughs> it's 80 pages long yeah usually and the the holidays is the worst time for it because mm-hmm. people are just like i'm spending this money anyways let me save 10 percent yeah. on my two thousand dollars and yeah. you're thinking instantly it's going to be a good idea now Good credit management, I'm not saying that store cards are bad across the board. If you're establishing credit, if you know you you might not get approved for a standard credit card, there's some advantages. My very first card was a Macy's card um, that I got at Christmas time because it was a do or die for Christmas presents for yeah. me. Um, first year in college, and it was I was so lucky that I learned about credit early um, from watching other people fail. Mm -hmm. And I managed it really, really well. But I took out a crazy, you know, I think it was like, I think they gave me like $15,000 and I didn't even have a job at the time. Like I was just entering college. Oh, wow. And, And so I'm not completely against them. But that initial savings almost never makes up for just one month of interest on it. And if you don't need to put something on credit and you don't feel like you've got the time and the responsibility level mm-hmm. to manage it, don't mm-hmm. do not do it. Yeah. And also keep in mind the factors that make up a credit score are 35% payment history, 
right? So how well are you paying your your bills on time? Uh, 30% the amount, so your utilization. Um, 10% the mix, so a type of loans you have. So do you have a revolving account and student loans and car loans, et cetera? Um, 10% is new credit that you have. Mm-hmm. So it brings you down that 10% mar- mark, or could. Um, and then 15% is the length of credit usage. So you're mm-hmm. kind of hitting 25% of what makes up your credit score when you open up a new account. Okay. And so there are great ways that you can manage this, and there are great ways you can use credit um, to get things like rewards, but you have to make sure you're on top of it because typically the highest rewards rating might be 3% generally on the card and maybe 6% for little categories. And so if you're strategic and your groceries go on the card that gets you 6%, you get that back. Your Amazon goes on your Amazon card and you get extra rewards for that and you get that money back for Amazon and you pay it in full monthly. That can be a great way to get points. We charged our entire wedding on credit card, anything that would accept it, and we paid it off cash every single month and it paid for our honeymoon so there's strategies there yeah. and and there's some really good utilization but if you miss one payment you're now hitting that 35% bucket that yeah. compiles your yeah. credit score. And you have all these new hits and all these new cards. The more you have, the more likely you are to be late on a payment. And what I tell everybody, it doesn't matter if you plan to pay it off in full, set up an automatic payment for the minimum balance Absolutely. regardless. Put it in your calendar three days before it's due. Put it in your calendar the day before it's due and put it in your calendar the day it's due. Know what's coming out of your account and make sure you're aligning that with your budget. Make sure if you can select your payment dates, you move them all to the same day so mm-hmm. you're managing it. Mm-hmm. Whatever is going to help you be be the most proficient at yeah. paying, you need to handle because that is that can be the difference between getting a 5.25 interest rate and a 7.5% interest rate. Which is huge, huge swing. And I got to give you a quick side note story about credit and credit repair here because okay. there are some companies I absolutely love. But there are some really predatory companies too. My One of my colleagues, Phil Gomes, um, had been working with a client who needed some credit repair because their credit score was not reporting. And we tried to coach them to how to get it on. Um, and they, they just were like, I just can't handle it. I'm gonna go to this credit, this credit report um, repair company that their agent had sent them. And this agent had no idea what was happening with it. Um, they, like they did really good work. They got the credit score reporting, um, fantastic. But they told them they would only help them with their credit repair if they do, did the mortgage. Phil wished them the best and said, no, I totally get it. Like, you know, you, you're with them, that's fine. Um, the deal fell apart last Thursday. Denial, you know, from this company. It was 7.125% interest rate. Oh. Wow. We got their exact terms. Phil matched at 5.375, term for term exact same thing and I did some more research I talked to a couple of my title um, agencies and they looked them up and they said yeah they're gouging people they are known to be predators uh, and they put people in these high cost lo- these high cost mortgages because they feel like they have no other option and they wow. back them into corners and so wow. we had I had no idea that this was happening I didn't even know that this was was a thing and this just happened last week and I did and I've reported them to the CFPB like they're clearly a predatory company but how do you know when you're desperate yeah how do you know yeah. the difference between a helping hand mm-hmm. and a predator 
Mm-hmm. And that's how people get taken yeah, advantage Yeah, because you feel of. like you have no other option than, all right, I have to yeah. figure out some type of way to repair my credit. Yep. I don't have, like you said, I don't have the time. I don't have the patience because it, it can be a frustrating process oh, to yeah. try and deal with these credit agencies. Um, so they're like, okay, well, they're they're saying, if you do this with me, I'll help you out on the loan side. Yep. And then you feel as if you have, all And right, then they deliver sounds- on the credit repair by doing simple things too, but you don't see that. And you, mm-hmm. you're like, they're delivering. Yeah. Of course they're here to help me. Yeah. You have to be careful. Make sure that you know it's someone who's verified, someone that you trust. Were they working with a realtor? Uh, the realtor had just heard about them and just passed them along. No. Yeah. And, and, and it was a new, it was, it was, it was a weird situation to begin with. Yeah. Mm. But we would have had no idea. We would have had no idea if the deal didn't fall apart. And thank goodness it did. We're still going to close on time. And they're going to save hundreds of dollars a month. Wow. Hundreds of dollars. And especially where I just, that, that yeah. like makes, makes me, me sick. sick. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking about it. And I'm like, especially where they've worked so hard at that point to repair their credit, mm-hmm. then to be putting them in a mortgage that's potentially, like you said, um, hundreds of dollars more yep. and might not be the most affordable thing for them. No. Right. And, and, you, wasn't. and you're just putting them in a, in another bad situation to potentially damage works, their credit even further. We, yeah. we made it work by doing what was right. Yeah. Giving yeah. them the market interest rate, not, not price gouging. That's, they, they qualified the whole time. They qualified the whole time. That's, it was greed. So you need to be careful about the credit repair agencies. Now, if you don't have a score reporting, right? Oh, that happens to a lot of people. They use cash and then they go to buy and they go, oh no, Yeah, I've used cash. Yep. There's yeah. several things you can do. Experian Boost is one of them. I am, I'm mixed on this. And okay. now it'll show, it'll, you can report your rent and you can report utilities that are well paid. But if there's a reporting issue on a utility, that's going to come over. And so if you are not good at paying your national grid bill every month and then it comes over, that's not helping your credit, right? Yeah, you might yeah, get a score, yeah. but it might not be great. Yeah. Um, and then oftentimes if they if they code it incorrectly and we don't see that it's self-reported, um, that could go against your liabilities for qualifying. So we know to back it out and I can get evidence for it and I can back it out. We don't have to count the things that you report, only things that are reported by third parties. Um, so we can get you back on track, but I'm a little mixed on that. But if you need a score, that helps. Mm-hmm. You can add yourself to an authorized user as Ooh. an authorized user. I uh, have a question about Ooh. this. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. The authorized user. I believe Sharon had talked to you before yes. about this. So um, her question was, if you are an authorized user on somebody else's credit card, you know, yep. you're not the primary person using the credit card, but you are an authorized user, say it's, you know, a, a parent, like, you know, um, if they don't pay their credit card bill on time. It impacts your credit. Does it impact your credit? It does. It does. So Which I'm so surprised. Well, no, so you're, I, you're, all, you're, you're taking on the responsibility, guys. But I think, so it actually kind of makes sense. So that's one thing that I think I heard of, mm-hmm. right? And I, I, very early on, it was like, okay, if you have good credit, so me as a parent, if I was yep. a parent and I was trying to establish credit for my child, mm-hmm. I could put, and I had a good payment history, I could put them on my credit card as an authorized use, user, which would help boost their credit. Yep. So if I was a bad credit user or like did, had poor management skills, why wouldn't it serve to do the same, mm-hmm. the opposite thing? Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. if it can boost you up, why can't it boost you down? Exactly. So it, it makes perfect sense so when I think about it. Part two of that, that statement, you can add yourself on as, as an authorized user, is you need to make sure that that account, you verify that account. 
you ask them to pull up their credit report and you know this you have to have that closeness with someone you're yeah. going to be on that with don't yeah. just let anyone add you right but you want to make sure that you can check confirm the payment history on it and that you can confirm the start date and the available balance because nobody remember, can add you like without your knowledge right there are actually some credit agencies that don't require much personal information um, but it's the same way like you could get deeded on someone's property it's not very likely right like you I, mm. herman herman deeded me on the house without me knowing it i was like oh uh thanks <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks. I, thanks I, for I, having I, my house i think <laughs> i think but you know you have to make sure that you're assuming a good debt because if they've got an, an account that's been opened for 15 years with a low balance and great payment history that's gonna be fantastic for you but if they're running you know six months lease on their mortgage um, and then they've they haven't paid any of their other accounts, and you're on all of those now. What is that going to do for you? Yeah. Right? It's it's showing a new history, but it's a quick way to get at it. A couple of things is you can add, you can start um, a credit. Um, oh my goodness, what do they call it? A credit builder loan through some credit unions. They okay. have those, and they'll report them um, like installment loans, and they're usually very short, 24 months, and they give you 2000 and they'll put it into like a savings account and then use that savings account to make the payment. Mm -hmm. Same thing with a secure credit card. The limit, you give $300, they give you a $300 limit, and you make the payments on it, and if they you don't make a payment, they use the money you gave them to pay it off and they close it. So you have to be really on top of it. And when I've got someone who has no credit, they're just trying to build it, I say, you know, we're, we're going to set this up from new, right? You can't get an authorized user. You just need to have some sort of established credit. You're going to open up a secure credit card or even a regular credit card if you can and you can feel you can manage it. You're going to put on one or two things that come in, come in monthly that are small. So yep. you have a $300 limit. You put your $12. I don't even know how much Netflix is anymore. It's part of T-Mobile. It's like, like $80. $15.99 okay. or something now. <laughs> Whatever. No, you, put your $20, you put your $20 Netflix on there that comes out on the first, and you set up an automatic payment in full for the second. Now you've got a credit card that's running a balance, and it's even better if you can figure out when they report, and you can kind of work around that yeah. so they report your payment kind of with a balance Similarly. on there. But you're you're getting activity every month, and you're paying it off in full every month. You're keeping the balance low, and it's set it and forget it. You're already paying for it. It's already attached to a card, and now you're building your credit. Now I've just rambled at you <laughs> for a little bit, and I've got like four more pages of notes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, no, we only have about twenty more minutes. Well, so but that's a good point. So some as someone who I was very scared of credit, right? So I have there were other things in my history that, again, I was probably very ashamed of, but they really didn't have to have to do with me. It had nothing to do with me. Yeah. Um, and somebody had utilized my credit very early on yeah. when I was 18, when I had no idea what I was supposed to be looking for. Right. Um, and it kind of put me in a pretty terrible situation, if I'm being completely honest. Um, and I was absolutely terrified of opening any type of credit card. And yeah. I don't think that I did until I sat with you um, and we kind of went over anything. And I started really, really small. And it was literally a gas card. Yeah. So it was, I think it was an American Express, but it was... And being and in real estate, automatic payments yep, for it. Being in real estate, I started with my my gas card, and we're always in in the car, and it was just set it and forget it. And now, again, so that was probably like 2018, in 2023, literally everything that I do is on credit cards, and it's just automatic. It's become second nature. Mm -hmm, yeah, and, and you're collecting points, and it's beautiful, yeah. and you now know how to manage credit. Yeah. Um, but before it was out of control, and when you're feeling out of control with pretty much any aspect mm -hmm. in life, putting reality to the thing that makes you feel out of control 
grounds you. Mm-hmm. So if you are feeling super anxious about your credit and you you know you haven't seen it in a long time and you don't even want to look, looking will ground you. It will create you a baseline. I don't care if you look and it's 300. It's better than not knowing. Now yeah. the range is 300 to 850. I've seen one 300 credit score in my life and just one. And it was pretty well earned. <laughs> it was pretty well earned. And were they going for a mortgage? And they were going for a mortgage. Oh. And um, they they literally said, screw them. I don't really care about these credit companies. Yeah, like, it's like, it's like going to be great. Stick it to the, stick it to the man. Exactly. you any money to buy a house. But within two years, they were up to 620. Wow. And way, way more use. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you just, you just can't After be, having you a can't conversation with it. you? Uh, we, we went through that, and we went through a credit repair company mm-hmm. because there's some, there's, I am not a professional <laughs> credit repair person. I'll just say that live. I've seen enough credit reports in my day. Mm-hmm. I've, I've helped and coached so many people through it just by looking at the report and knowing and using the tools I have on hand hand yeah um, but there is a limit where I'm like this is beyond my pay grade yeah and you gotta know when to tap out too yeah we need need professional help yeah well (laughs) to fold them also when somebody comes so when somebody comes to you and wants to have a conversation with you it's not just about the credit scores for a mortgage there are other factors that go into that correct oh absolutely The, the full picture your full financial picture is really important to me I am not someone who believes that you can um just have like one facet of it done like mm-hmm. you can't just get the mortgage. Like yeah. I want to know, you know, what are your goals? What are you looking to do? Mm-hmm. What does this house mean to you? What is this going to change in your family dynamic? Mm-hmm. You know, how are you going to manage this payment and also those crazy things like food, right? Like we we yeah. know that the the consumer price index is almost over up almost eight percent year over year. Wow. We know that consumer debt in the Northeast is up almost ten percent, nine point nine two percent year wow. over year from quarter two 2021 to twenty twenty two. I'm really intrigued wow. to see what happens in twenty twenty three. But we know that a lot of people. Are are living at their 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 ends. Uh, you know, they're they're making ends meet. They are really pushing themselves. And so, I want to make sure when we're sitting down and we're talking credit, we're really talking about your budget. We're really mm-hmm. talking about <clears throat> how you can still save for that retirement. We're still talking about all those other things. And I mean. I just feel like there's a secret just there is <laughs> waiting to come secret. out. There is a little bit of a secret. So Mary isn't the only person that has met with Jasmine professionally about purchasing a home. So at the end of the summer, I uh, went to Jasmine's office and I sat with her. And I honestly, I think one of the first things I said to you was, you know, I, I, I it might be funny that I'm here because <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't know where I'm at. I don't even know. If I'm, I, I think I said to you, am I on the right path? And at the end of our conversation, you said you are at the end. Like you're, you're, you're not you're just ready. looking for the path. Like you're, you're, you're at the here. end. Like you're ready. Yeah, you paid the admission. Go yes, the I gate, paid girl. the admission. <laughs> so, but so I also know that one of the questions that you ask in your uh, conversations with people is, what do you want your mortgage payment to be? And we'll work backwards. Yeah. So, and I think you were like, I know how much you can be pre-approved for, but tell me how much what you want your monthly payment to be. And that was super helpful for me so obviously since the end of the summer I have been looking for a home to purchase purchase my first home (laughs) um we're gonna make this the year and we're making it this year yeah we're we're making it this year but um I did sort of have something in the works but you know didn't didn't pan out but it did have nothing to do with with me or the mortgage or anything like that but some houses um, aren't ready to be loved by new owners yes yep yeah 
Um, but with my conversation with you, it was what I pulled the most out of, and I've been talking about this since like September or whenever we met was it's fine like the down payment like I'm okay with the down payment I have that it's what happens after closing yep. can I afford this mortgage payment like right. I this is really this is my firm this is it like because I after meeting with you and even when I was with you and we're like okay this I have x amount of dollars saved I have x you know amount coming in and even and, how you choose to allocate them yeah. down payment versus savings and and there was a couple homes that made sense for you living wise but then it was like Okay, yeah. it's going to cost me this much to heat it. This much, yeah. You know, yeah. These kind of considerations there are, are th- important. Yeah, there are considerations that I, you know, had to start thinking about. You know, I I don't currently pay uh, for heating <laughs> at Marion Sam's house, <laughs> <laughs> but that was the whole reason why I, you know, sort of have been living with Marion Sam is because yes, I'm going to buy a house, You're saving, saving for a house. house. And guys, there's no shame to any of those things. Like like no. you're you're living with people. You're you're. We are the generation of the move back home, okay? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Millennials, I got statistics up. Uh, I've got them everywhere, yeah. okay? Just about how many people are moving back home. The cost of living is out of control. It's out of control. Yeah. Grocery costs are up 11.4%. Yeah. From... I know I can't eat year. eggs, but I hear they're up to like seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine. Yeah, I just got a small business loan to get an eighteen pack. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> I was literally just trying to calculate in my head. I was like, "What did I spend on groceries yesterday?" Actually, what did I even buy? I didn't buy any meats, but I didn't even really buy you'll any produce. That you're spending uh, yeah. about the same amount, but you're getting less. Well, the same thing's happening with homes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you need to make sure you're positioning yourself with yeah. a good credit score. It's the base for everything to make sure you're getting advantage to those those lower interest rates because mm-hmm. your credit score is telling people your ability to repay mm-hmm. it is telling the financial picture of your past payment history if you're not going to pay back your student loans if you're not going to make timely payments to your auto loan why would you make your payments for any other liability yeah yeah so there is some some things when you're disputing it there are some things when you're getting clarification but then there's also the the fact that we had to take responsibility for our credit. Yeah. We have to take responsibility yeah. for how that snapshot came to be. Did we just ignore it for yep. six months and just go, well, that was going to report at some time, but yeah. I wasn't worried about yeah. it. You know, Did we not know to ask for help? Did we not yeah. know when to restructure the debt? Well, we I've said this a million times on the show. It's its so important to actually sit down in front of somebody and, mm-hmm. and talk with them, talk with the professional about this. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, I went into your office and I was like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be here. Like, I don't know where I'm at, nothing. And you literally showed me step by step, like, no, like, this is, like, you're, you, you've done the right thing. Yeah. Um, you know, so I have a little different of experience yeah. um, than Mary, but... I, you know, but you thought that your credit thought, score wasn't going to be thought, great. Well, so yeah, because I was the person know. going online and looking at these websites, like, oh, that's my credit score. And then when I sat down with you, it was much higher, and I was like, but why? <laughs> and that's I'm like, it. what? It's How about did this where work? You look. Where do where do you look? And who who's sort of guiding you through? You know, and I feel so bad for those people that were taking being taken advantage of. Yeah, and I know true. that I'm not being taken advantage of. You're not being taken advantage of Certainly. when you work with Jasmine. Um, and you know, I just it it was, and it's not a shameless plug. Yeah. it's the difference between caring and not caring. And yeah. the thing is, at my soul, I've come and I've come from some really really deep roots. Like you guys know, yeah. I lived in my car for some time. Like I. 
Weird, where it says I, I put the, the shovel in the ground and I picked up the dirt myself, that mm-hmm. is it. I care about housing so deeply. That's why I'm like yelling at this microphone. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, my hands are going. We want you to have a house. Well, the thing is, it's you control your financial future when you own. Mm. When you rent, you're at someone else's, someone else's subject. And so I just care about housing really deeply. And I think it's very important that we make sure that people have fair access to it. Yeah. So something that you just said, like you you put shovel to the ground to kind of get to where you're at. Mm -hmm. I remember, and I've had this conversation pretty openly, when, how I grew up, and Mm -hmm. so again, a reason that I was kind of in, in my head about my credit score, but how I grew up homeownership wasn't necessarily like a goal of mine, right? It wasn't something that was shown to me. It wasn't something that like I really even aspired to. So sometimes it's easy to just run in fear away from that like financial responsibility, which at at some point when I, in my younger twenties, like that's what I was essentially doing. Be like, I'm never going to be a homeowner owner anyway so what does it matter yeah like, right well I felt the same way I mean I I didn't grow up in a house that was owned you know I grew up renting yeah. and um I just it never was a thing for me like I never thought that it could be a dream and right. then you know with me doing this on my own like I don't have a partner and I'm I'm like no there would not how could one person ever afford to buy a house by themselves like I don't know how people do it until I sat with you and I was like oh you can do it. You're like, well, it's you, all about you what you're can. willing to sacrifice, what yeah. you're willing to put in, and what you're going to what you're willing to accept. And yeah. it's it's in literally all of the regards. If you're willing to accept that 550 credit score, that's what you'll have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When one thing, so you, um, Mel, you were talking earlier about like you guys kind of backtracked when you sat down and met from the mortgage payment into okay, we have the mortgage payment, but we also have the electricity costs. We have the gas costs. We have yeah. um, the oh, t- yeah. so TVs. That was, that was another thing. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. No, but no. I don't think I finished my thought was, you know, I did have an accepted offer on, on a property um, in the beginning of December, and I ended up um, walking away um, it within my right at the yeah. time. Um, and that's why I have home inspections. Part people. of it, yeah. yeah. That's why you have home <laughs> inspections. Walked away after home inspection. Um, but that t- that that a little bit of time gave me the time to think. Okay, it's oil heat. Well, I've been hearing everybody, you know, saying oil uh, all cost, this yeah. all this oil cost and everything, and I'm like, okay, so maybe I don't want oil heat. I'm like, it was private water, and I'm like, oh, okay, so if I lose power, I'm never going to be able to flush my toilet. I'm going to have to get a generator, and it's right. like all these things running through my head, and I was like, I need to back back away for a little bit because, like I said, this is something that I'm purchasing on my own, yeah. and I don't, I can't turn to anybody and be like, oh, can you help me pay my mortgage? Like, that's right. why it was so important when you asked me, like, what do you want your mortgage payment to be? And that's, mm-hmm. that is my budget. Like, that is it. Right. And that's also t- taking into consideration everything else that goes into owning a home. Yeah. You have to still save a little bit of money because something might go in the middle of the night. Yeah, rates are down something, and it's not important. Are, yeah, yeah. Because it's all about your payment. It's, it's about really your payment. Not. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Well, so one thing while we're on the topic of credit scores, because like, so if you think about it in, in theory, right? So you're, you're into a house, you're paying your mortgage payment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but t- times get hard, right? Are you going to mm-hmm. choose between your mortgage payment? Or are you going to choose between your heat? Yeah. And that it, is why right there, investment interest rates are higher because if you come into higher, if you come into hard times, are you paying your, your house that you live in yep. or that investment home? Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. It's, it's like, 
it's you need to have like a good credit history and good mm-hmm. strategies for repayment before you ever get into that position because again who knows like times are really good but times can be tough too so yeah. and sa- you, you have to manage it important. so when we're talking to people about their credit and this is the i know we're getting close to the end i, I know i want to give you enough seriously, time seriously like an yeah. hour we need an hour show or we, an hour well, we have an hour show on saturdays I'll oh, be I'm there. Sorry. I'll, well, two, part two. <laughs> part two. Um, you just need to make sure, like, before you're settling any collections, you need to make sure that the debt is actually yours, mm-hmm. that your insurance has fully paid out what they're supposed to be paying out. And it can look confusing, but you can get a summary because um, a lot of times it's medical. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's accurate and that you still have some savings. Yeah. It's almost never bank. Uh, better paying off your yeah. collection and leaving yourself broke before no. you buy a home. Well, so my point on that was, you know, when I sat down with you, I had, did have a little bit of credit card debt. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, you know, a lot of credit card debt. And you're like, this is not like, why were you why you embarrassed you? about this? And I was like, oh, I don't know, because it's my credit card debt. I see <laughs> hundreds of thousands yeah, of credit card debt. I definitely did not have people. that. Ugh. But what I said to you was, you know, I do have the cash to pay it off. Should I just pay it off? And you were like, you like you're purchasing a house. You got to have some Cash. some of this money in your pocket. Like right, you can make that twenty five dollar payment. Yeah, keep it, keep it. Just keep your payment schedule. Yeah. like your payments. The minimum, not even the minimum balance. You don't want to carry a high high balance and get right. that interest rate. But if you're if you're making your payment, it's you know, and it's not going to affect your credit in the same way. And there's yeah. there's math behind all of this. Whether you're trying to figure out, <laughs> uh, you know, math. People. You know, I love the <laughs> yeah. math. There's there's you if you're trying to decide whether or not you take that that initial interest rate offer to consolidate debt or not. There's some math behind it to tell yep. you if it makes sense. Listen, we can talk about this all day. Yeah. And I can talk about this individual one on one. But the big thing I want you to take from this, mm-hmm. every single week through the end of the year annualcreditreport.com you can get a free copy of your credit report take advantage of it not once not twice this year set a reminder and look at it yeah manage your budget with that that free report that's jasmine's uh number one suggestion takeaway for yeah. number one takeaway look at your credit D- give your contact information jasmine glasgow jasmine glasgow broker and co-owner of Maritime Mortgage. You can reach me on my cell, 774-240-4667 or team at maritimeloan.com. Again, I know when I do this, people think like wrap it up, but that means say it again. Repeat it again. (laughs) 774-240-4667. That's my cell, so feel free to call or text. And team, that's T-E-A-M at maritimeloan.com. Yeah, we're going to have all of your contact information on um, on online, too, so when we post it. Um, so we have 90 seconds left. So um, if you want to listen to this show again tomorrow, maybe afternoon, <laughs> it will be um, on talkrealestateroundtable.com or on your podcast app. We're, we're sort of big like that. Okay? <laughs> we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Yeah. We're on all that stuff. So Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Jasmine, thank you so much Anytime. for joining us. It's always Stay so here. fun to have you I come know. You're join. not even listening. You're not listening listening tonight you're joining in the fun and i'm gonna steal your pen oh thank you i'll take this back (laughs) (laughs) all right well thanks jasmine thanks mary thanks guys for coming on yeah it was fun it was fun so and thank you everybody for listening and everybody who watched us on facebook um we'll be live on saturday right yeah 10 to 11 on saturday so we'll catch you then bye everybody have a good night bye